hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Where is a super LGBTQ friendly city that I can live that's also affordable? Well, this is the hardest question <laughs> we have ever gotten. Exactly. Sadly, unlike peanut butter and jelly, popcorn and butter, David and John, Aww. these two are statistics that typically do not overlap or go together. Not very well. No. no. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 381. And today we're sharing how we're going to tackle that hard question over the next 50 plus weeks. That's how long it takes to answer that question. <laughs> right. Now on with the show. The mission of Queer Money is to financially empower the LGBTQ plus community. Join us in thanking Capital One for supporting that mission. So we just wrapped up the Motley Fool Debt for Guys LGBTQ plus money series, and we hope you all found the information useful. We actually enjoyed it. We were very proud that we were able to present that information, create that information and present it to you. Um, and we'll continue to reference the data from that study as well as other LGBTQ money data so we can continue to get a clearer and clearer picture of the state of LGBTQ finance in the LGBTQ community. But, but what's but next? Yeah. What's next? <laughs> right. As as many of our listeners have asked us, not only by emailing us or talking to us on social media, but by the simple fact that when we do cover this topic, there's a lot of interest in it. Yeah. It seems like a lot of in individuals, whether you're considering retirement in the next couple of years or whether you're thinking about how to get your life in order so you can do a better job at planning for retirement, a lot of people keep asking this question, where can queer folks live and not go broke? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because typically, I mean, when you think about gay-friendly cities, and we have an article on debtforguys.com about that, very often people migrate to San Francisco, Chicago, New York, L.A., uh, maybe San Diego, um, but none of those are, I would say, affordable cities necessarily. Well, and, and to be clear, depending on how the, what kind of lifestyle you choose to live, you can find ways to live affordably or economically in any city, and you can find ways to go broke and go deep into debt in any city, no matter how expensive or how cheap the city itself is. True. There is some factor of lifestyle that's overlaid there that we have control over. Um, but what we're kind of looking at here is, are there some places where we can feel comfortable and safe and that are slightly more affordable for us to think about as queer folks without feeling like we have to go to place, places like New York, San Francisco, Chicago, LA, and- Or hide in the closet in it, the middle of the country. Yeah, and feel broke. And right? feel broke, right. right. So yeah, so typically, uh, you know, the, the super affordability and super gay friendly don't 
typically overlap. There's not a, a Venn diagram that mm -hmm. merges all those two. Um, so uh, this is going to be a little bit challenging for us, but we're up for the task. This is going to be fun, and we're going to cover this question over the next 50-plus weeks. We might cover some uh, U.S. territories. Uh, we'll try to figure out how to tackle D.C., if at all. I mean, the whole damn place is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I don't know. Um, and you guys will probably vehemently disagree with some of our suggestions, um, and hopefully some people will be inspired by some cities that we suggest. Um, we want you to remember, though, that at, we're going to try to provide one city in each state um, that's affordable and gay-friendly. We have to remember that it's going to be relative, relative. right? <laughs> so what's affordable in California is going to be relative. What's gay-friendly in Mississippi and Alabama, it's going to be relative. Right. <laughs> so, David, do you want to share the metrics that we're going to be using uh, in this series? Sure. Tired of all the credit card offers you get from your current credit scoring app? Download CreditWise by Capital One today to avoid them. Yeah, so first of all, we wanted to start off with things that do have an impact on affordability uh, when it comes to measuring a city. So things like what is the cost of living and comparing cities across uh, the country when it comes to cost of living. Secondly, we wanted to look what, at household income uh, because th the gap between household income and cost of living oftentimes defines whether or not the city is affordable and also whether or not you have some disposable income to be able to enjoy life. But on top of that, we are looking at two factors from Zillow. Um, one is called Zori and the other call is called Zivi. Zivi. And um, <laughs> these are acronyms Z-O-R-I and Z-H-V-I. And basically what the, these two factors are looking at is housing costs. Because housing is one of the biggest impacts on our financial lives, we wanted to take a, a look at both of these. Uh, Zori is specifically rent and the rent index or what it costs typically to rent a two-bedroom uh, unit in that city. And then uh, Zivi is the cost of housing and specifically what is the trend or what is the current rate for uh, housing, um, the average home price in that city. And then we're going to overlay on top of all of that the HRC Municipal Equality Index, which tells us whether or not that city itself has one asked to be ranked by HRC and two, how they are doing when it comes to things like laws and uh, and um, regulations that allow individuals to feel like they're living in a safer city. Exactly. So uh, the first state that we're going to cover, we're going to go the reverse alphabetical order because <laughs> we always start with A's and that seems discriminatory. So we're going to start with the W's. Somebody sat in the back of a class a lot when they were in <laughs> school. Whatever, Auchin. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to, uh, the first uh, state we're going to cover next week is going to be Wyoming. So stay tuned for your criminal takeaway from this episode. Start your journey to financial independence with a checking and savings account that doesn't nickel and dime you with fees. Get a Capital One 360 checking or a 360 performance savings account at Capital One today. Thank you again for listening to the Queer Money Podcast. Here's your takeaway from this particular episode. Come back every Thursday for this new Queer Money bonus series where we're going to be sharing the most affordable gay-friendly cities by state. And then uh, also help us get this out to more people by rating and reviewing the podcast on your favorite podcast player and also commenting on YouTube 
based on the cities that we're going to be sharing. Then join us next Tuesday when Tom Brickman of The Frugal Gay and our real estate investing coach shares easy tips to get into real estate for anybody and how he uses Grindr to find that good real estate investments will blow your mind. Then join us next Thursday when we pick the most affordable gay-friendly city in Wyoming. Thank you and have a great weekend. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.